Hello and welcome to Ponder Well. I'm your host, Jillian Edwards, and this is a podcast devoted to the simple practice of reflecting on truth. Each episode is short and sweet and is designed to help you and me intentionally keep the faithfulness of God fresh on our minds. This season of Ponder Well is brought to you by Show Hope. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share with you about the work of Show Hope. And what I want you to know about today is the incredible work they do through what are called adoption aid grants. One of the primary barriers standing in between waiting children and families is the cost associated with adoption. So Show Hope adoption aid grants help break down that cost. They've been a part of helping more than 8,100 children come home to the love and permanency of a family. If you know someone who could benefit from the work of Show Hope, or if you would like to link arms with Show Hope, you can learn more at showhope.org ponderwell. Today will be our last Advent reflection together here on the podcast, although Advent is not over. If you're following along with the She Reads Truth Advent study, you'll be guided through daily readings all the way through Christmas Day and a few days after. And speaking of which, today I'm going to be holding up, hoping to give space and thought to a passage from one of this week's readings. It's found in Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. I'll read it first here in one version and then one other version following it. So if you'd like, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, let us slow ourselves down in spirit take an intentional moment and turn our thoughts, posturing ourselves toward this moment in scripture. This is the word of the Lord. This is Mark 10, starting at verse 46. It's called a blind man healed. They came to Jericho and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples in a large crowd, Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. Again, I don't know if I'm saying these words right. A blind beggar was sitting by the road. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many warned him to keep quiet, but he was crying out all the more, have mercy on me, son of David. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind man and said to him, Have courage, get up, he's calling for you. He threw off his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. Then Jesus answered him, What do you want me to do for you? Rabboni, the blind man said to him, I want to see. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has saved you. Immediately, he could see and began to follow Jesus on the road. This is the word of the Lord. Okay, and now I'm just going to go straight to it. This is the message version now of Mark 10, 46 through 52. This is the word of the Lord. They spent some time in Jericho. As Jesus was leaving town, trailed by his disciples and a parade of people, a blind beggar by the name of Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting alongside the road. When he heard that Jesus the Nazarene was passing by, he began to cry out, Son of David, Jesus, mercy, have mercy on me. Many tried to hush him up, 
But he yelled all the louder, Son of David, mercy, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped in his tracks. Call him over. They called him. It's your lucky day. Get up. He's calling you to come. Throwing off his coat, he was on his feet at once and came to Jesus. Jesus said, What can I do for you? The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. On your way, said Jesus, your faith has saved and healed you. In that very instant, he recovered his sight and followed Jesus down the road. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What I see here is a man who embraced his need openly and freely for Jesus. And I see Jesus stopping in his tracks at the voice of this man. I believe this interaction in scripture has significant implications for us today, right here exactly where we are in all the different seasons and situations and circumstances each of us are in, and only you know the depths of where your heart and mind are at right now, you and God. There are countless things you've walked through and lived through that have brought you to today. And I believe for you and for me, there is something massive we do not want to overlook in this passage. Jesus stopped. Jesus stopped in his tracks. Do you believe that God loves you this way? Have you ever been asked what you want, what you really want? more than surface level. It can be a vulnerable thing to answer this question honestly. When you're asked and when you're about to unload the depths of what you want in this life, in your heart, in your soul, what you really want, this can only be shared if you believe the person who is asking is worthy of hearing your true answer. This can only be shared if you believe that person is a safe person a person who cares. Can you imagine really being right there with Jesus in the flesh? And he asks, what do you want me to do for you? You, friend, who have entrusted your life to Christ, the Holy Spirit, who Jesus says, it's better that the Holy Spirit is with you. This is the advocate, the helper. He is with you. Do we believe that God's love is real enough that he might ask with the most loving voice, what do you want? In scripture, the blind man answers, Rabbi, I want to see. And it is immediately so. It's given to him, his sight. Today, as we're inching forward to the new year, we're flooded with the question, what do we want? In the new year, in the next chapter, if there is any New Year's resolution, let it be that I am aware of my need for Jesus. Because if I'm truly aware of this need, I will call out on an ongoing basis to God. And I'll call out because I believe He loves me and I believe He will stop He will stop in his tracks and he'll look me in the eye and he'll listen and he'll care and he'll be with me. 
Thank you for pondering the love of God with me today. I hope this episode has steered your train of thought even the slightest bit towards surrender and away from striving. Thanks again. I'm Jillian Edwards, and I'll talk to you soon.